0: Want to be protected from opinions you don't like? Then you better go somewhere else because this is not a safe space. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson.
1: Here we are, less than a week removed from the elections and a lot of surprises for both those on the left and on the right. The so-called red wave just did not materialize. At all. And that's got some Democrats uh, really kind of feeling empowered. You know, what did voters actually say? But what does this mean to the rest of us when it comes to economy and everything else that politicians affect our lives through? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend. I am now joined by Fred Lucas from the Heritage Foundation and uh, the Daily Signal. Uh, Fred, when you saw the results, and as you and I are talking, we don't know the exact number of the control of the Senate or the control of the House. Of course, the Senate, we're not going to know for sure until December because of the runoff in Georgia. What were voters saying, if anything, with this midterm election?
0: Well, um, I, I was actually in, uh, in Georgia, uh, interviewing voters in three different counties that the, uh, Biden Justice Department sent m- monitors to as they were sort of claiming that there was some sort of voter suppression because of the uh, voting law there. Voters, if you talk to them, they didn't get the memo about voter suppression. Uh, there, there was a big, big turnout, uh, in early voting. Uh, there weren't many lines, uh, on election day, but a lot of people were still voting. And and there there was a mix that day. I mean, uh, some people said Kemp, some people said Abrams, some people said Herschel Walker. What was a key factor is that a lot of people, or occasionally you do run into people saying uh, they voted for Kemp, they weren't so sure about Herschel Walker. Uh, and, and that's what we're seeing now with this. Uh, we saw a decisive win for Brian Kemp in the gubernatorial race. Uh, and enough of a margin that Stacey Abrams actually had to concede this time. And then uh now, now we're seeing a yet another uh Georgia Senate runoff. But yeah, I, mean, I I think for the big picture, there was so much talk about a red wave that didn't materialize and I don't have all the answers on that. I don't know that anyone does, but uh yeah, there's gotta be some introspection, there's gotta be some uh figuring out, um also about whether expectations were set too high for this. Uh if, if you think there's gonna be a red wave Maybe it's best not to talk about it so much, even if you think so.
1: Yeah, I mean, Fred, one, one of the things about the midterm elections is historically, whoever is in power, Republican or Democrat, they, they tend mm-hmm. to lose seats in the midterm elections. And yeah. a lot of people, you just kind of assumed this was going to be a referendum on the Biden administration's policies, on the congressional Democrats' policies, because we've had such a tough time in uh, the last year and a half with inflation and cost of living and all these other things. And so I think that the surprise could be, wait a minute, if this was a referendum, on the president and his economy and his economic policies, then why didn't voters turn against them more than they did?
0: Well, one thing you did not see um, uh, yes, it is a referendum on the policies, but at the same time, the 1994 election when Republicans uh, swept control of both the House and the Senate, that uh, there was a contract with America. There was a solid policy plan in 2010, when you saw the big wave election and Republicans won uh, 60 something seats in the house, uh, you had the tea party movement. You had like a full fledged political movement beyond that. People were uh, promoting Liberty. People wanted to rein in spending uh, as a mass movement Uh, this year. um, Yeah. Republicans talked about inflation, the economy, but um, we didn't hear there was the, the commitment to America, but it did. Uh, that um, Kevin McCarthy put forward, but it didn't get a lot of hoopla. Uh, the, and, and in the Senate, we saw that um, uh, Rick Scott put forward a plan. Mitch McConnell didn't quite endorse that plan. So so there were some mixed messages there. there, there I, so I th- think um, one postmortem on this, and, and I was this was something that uh, I had thought before the election, is that Republicans didn't really step forward with a solid agenda and plan. And um, uh, at, at, at least in comparison to previous years, yes, late in the game, they put, the House Republicans put forward a plan. But uh, it was not, you know, th- this was not a pure issue oriented campaign as we've seen previous Republican waves.
1: And a couple days after the election, at least the results, as we knew them at the time, the president says in response to a question as to, is he willing to change any of his economic policies he said no he's going to continue to do the policies that they've been doing of course you know a lot of people blame the economic troubles on those policies the president the white house the congressional democrats say that's what's going to help us get through the bad ec- economics but when you look at the results and the fact that the president says no i'm not changing anything does that uh is that sort of a sigh of relief politically from the left uh thinking that republicans absolutely underperformed so more americans might must be on their side
0: well Republicans definitely under underperformed here um and um i mean from biden's perspective I, I, I would think maybe he doesn't feel the need to pivot the way bill clinton pivoted uh the way even barack obama and i you know sort of uh for sort of a facade way he pivoted on on some level but uh rhetorically at least um with with biden i mean there just was not that red wave there's going to be republicans will have a house majority uh it looks like it might actually be a smaller house majority than pelosi has right now uh oddly enough but uh or, or, or it could be we we don't know all the numbers there's still a chance for the senate to hold the senate uh it would be a very very small senate majority Uh but uh yeah uh in, in terms of biden he, there was not a mandate in this election. Oh, one one um, thing that's been speculated after all this is that this was the, uh, a balkanized electorate uh, that people, you know, for in the near term, we may go through a few election cycles where we don't see a red wave or a blue wave. People are just dug into their party right now. And so we might see a red nudge and a blue nudge in future years based on the performance of the country because people are so committed to an ideology. Um, I mean, that, that remains to be seen. I mean, we, we've... But um, this also kind of brings up polling, right? Uh, a lot of polls, Real Clear Politics, 538, uh, a lot of those groups that were uh, averaging polls, they, they indicated there would be a, a red wave. And, um, you know, the, uh, some of these were the same people that predicted a big... Hillary Clinton victory in 2016. So, um, it, it is just, it's difficult to tell.
1: We are visiting with Fred Lucas. He is the chief news news correspondent and the manager for investigating investigative reporting at the Daily Signal, affiliated, of course, with the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Fred, I've got about a minute or so uh, left here in our discussion. Uh, a lot of people are already looking at 2024 and the presidential race. But between now and then, uh, we're going to have to figure out what the policies in Washington, D.C. are going to do to our lives in the meantime. Where should the Republican priorities, in particular, be at this point.
0: Well, um, I, I think I think Republicans uh, they they do have what they will have a majority in the House, maybe the Senate. I, I think they should prioritize uh, what they did run on, uh, as, as as any party should uh, that, that gets delivered a victory, uh, which would be uh, um, the economy, reigning in some spending, the border crisis. Um, uh, the, you know, the, those are key issues. Uh, uh, addressing crime, also. Uh, I mean, those were those were important issues. There were a lot of bright spots for Republicans in this election. Um, clearly, Ron DeSantis won huge. Um, Greg Abbott won big in Texas. Uh, those were fairly expected. Uh, we did see Lee Zeldin. There was a lot of speculation about what would happen in that New York governor's race. He came up short, but uh, he performed really well, came within five points of winning. That dragged several Republican uh, candidates for Congress across the ballot. So, at least Zeldin hadn't performed pretty well in New York. Um, Republicans might not have a House majority. I mean, that, that's something to keep in mind, considering the majority is going to be so narrow. Uh, so, um, that's probably a lesson for Republicans about, or any party about, uh, it's worth running someone in, in these races, even if it's a long shot, because Zeldin uh, did have an impact on in fact had a national impact on the house majority i think
1: all right uh, the dailysignal.com uh, fred lucas is the uh, the guest and uh, the author you look for there fred really appreciate the uh, perspective yeah thanks very much all right just ahead healthcare. obviously always one of those issues uh there is a push to say you need to learn how to manage your relationship with providers and insurance companies so you're not surprised with bigger bills we'll talk about that just ahead